Recovery Sort Of is a podcast where we discuss recovery topics from the perspective of people living in long-term recovery. This podcast does not intend to represent the views of any particular group, organization, or fellowship. The attitudes expressed are solely the opinion of its contributors. Be advised, there may be strong language or topics of an adult nature. Welcome back. It's Recovery Sort Of. I am Jason, a guy that has got to surrender to the idea that I need to accept things. <laughs> and I'm Billy. I'm a person in long-term recovery. I'm Caroline. I'm also a person in long-term recovery. And you are a listener saying, why the fuck are they doing a second spiritual principle this month? In fact, they're doing two, so they're really doing three this month. And what the fuck is wrong with them? And I'm going to say, I don't know. Uh, we missed a month of spiritual principles somehow along the way. I just noticed it the other day, like March, I think. We just just didn't fucking do it. We were like, ah, fuck spiritual principles. We don't want them. Uh, so I was like, well, let's just do an extra one uh, and fit it in. That way we have a nice round 24 by the time we're done. And and then we're not going to because we're doing two today because I don't know the difference between acceptance and surrender. And I'm not sure there is. And I hope somebody can clarify what that is. I'm surprised it's not in that book you're reading, Billy, The Atlas of the Heart, with all the different definitions and the nuance and everything. Maybe in there, but I have the audio book, and I don't uh, feel like trying to look it up. Looking shit up yet. on audiobooks is difficult sometimes. I have the um, the like the coffee table hardback version of that book. That's not going to be easy to search in. either. Oh no, it <laughs> is. You can't control F your coffee table. That's true, but there's a there's an index and a glossary. Mm. It's uh, yeah, it's a very pretty. I book. do like technology for some things. Um, yeah. So okay, like let's just start with trying to define these, I guess, spiritual principles. So acceptance and surrender, too, we hear frequently in, in the programs, you know, that we recover in. Acceptance, what I what I found definition wise, there was a ton, but I, I found willingness to tolerate a difficult or unpleasant situation, which I don't think is the mm-hmm. only thing acceptance is, but fit part of it. Yeah. That fits part of it, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, another piece, like, and this really pissed me off, that, like, a lot of acceptance was referring back to accept, and then you look up accept. I know, I kept finding that, too. Yeah, but usually when you look up the root word, that's it. They don't have any more of that bullshit. And when you look up accept, it says the act of accepting. And I'm like, this is (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) This is backwards. I'm not accepting this. Right. (laughs) Not surrendering to this being the answer, goddammit. But for for accept, I came up with to endure without protest or reaction. I I don't know. I was really struggling to find good definitions of these. I know Billy usually looks them up. What did you come up with? Yeah, the best one I came up with was the act of believing. Wow. I like that better. I mean, it simplifies it to a degree where you're like, okay, that. I don't know that that would have meant shit to me in my first like three (laughs) weeks clean, though. I'd be like, back to believing what? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck does that even mean? Like, so what, what do you think acceptance is? I mean, to me, it's like the practice of allowing what is to be, I guess. That's what I think when I think of how to try it. Yeah, so what do I think? Like acceptance. Um, yeah, I mean, it's to me, it's just believing something to be true, like learning something and believing it to be mm. true. That's interesting. So I, I, while I think that does fit what I do when I'm trying to practice acceptance, I would don't think I'd ever think of it that way. That's mm. fascinating. Like, So in my mind, okay, uh, something happens. Billy walks over here and, and smacks me or flicks my ear or something just to pick on me, right? And like... 
everything that comes up inside of me is my lack of acceptance of it, right? I want to push back. I want to tell you that's wrong. I want to say you should never do things like that. I want to argue that I'm really hurt or, but none of it is just like the acceptance piece would be, oh, that happened. That's acceptance. That, right. that has already happened. I can't go back and change it, which is all my energy inside is trying to change that it shouldn't have been. And acceptance is like, okay, that is. And so I, to me, that sounds like believing in something like yeah. you're talking about or, or believing it to be true, I guess. Yeah. Or, or are we accepting that we have been wronged? Like not accepting that it actually happened, but accepting that someone just hurt us? This great, you know, yeah. whatever. You know. Almost like accepting the possibility that I will be wronged in life. Like right. This is going to happen to you. It's not nice. It's not kind. It's going to feel right. shitty. But can you accept that this is going to be part of your existence? Yeah. From so, time to yeah, time. Yeah, like that would fit into acceptance for me. Like bad things are going to happen in my right. life. Like, oh, okay. I don't like it, you know, or whatever. Right. Like it's not a matter of whether I like it or not, really. It's just right. that is a thing that's going can, to happen. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can I be okay that this is? Because it already is. Right, I'm the one fighting is. against right. it. <laughs> what, what do you think, Caroline? What do you got? Yeah, I think that's the, the key component. It's the believing something, but then being okay with it. Accepting is like not fight. For me, accepting is the choice to not fight against something. I feel like that's where this definition that I found kind of fit for me. It was like willingness to tolerate a difficult or unpleasant situation. And in my mind, I guess what it's missing there is like the second piece of what the accept definition was to endure without protest or reaction. And that's like, okay, I'm okay with it. I don't have to protest it. I don't have to be pushing back against it. I can say it is. I don't like it. That's it endure i think is the piece of that definition that i struggle with because when i'm enduring something i'm still having that like negative frame hmm. you know so, and that's a little bit of a conversation that i've never been able to reconcile in myself it's like if i accept something does that mean i have to be happy with it hmm. happy or okay neutral. are two different things neutral is neutral okay Can well I accept yeah and i guess neutral? for me it's it, can I say that I accept something if I'm still angry or mad about it? Hmm. Like, does that mean I really accepted it? I would say no, personally. Right. And that's why the endure feels like it's that like. Yeah, but I'm wondering if that's a, a human take on the word endure. Like, have we given that the negative connotation that it right. means to put up with when we don't like it? Because I need to endure things I like too, right? Isn't that just the definition? Like, isn't endure a neutral definition? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Or but like I when see you think of endurance, saying. doesn't seem like a bad trait to have. Like right, that's right. you have endurance, that's kind of a positive. Yeah. I, I can have the endurance to run 10 miles and maybe right. I enjoy that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there's still a piece of that that I'm like, yeah, but I have to endure it because it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, so, okay, that's one I don't know. I don't know if we're putting yeah. that on there. Now. What about surrender though? How does that conceptualize in your brain and and at whatever level does it feel before we get into this different than acceptance to you because i i don't know i'm like surrender feels kind of like the same thing i'm allowing what is to be to me so what i and i had never really to be honest never really thought much about what the difference of the two things was and now i can't get away from what i already read so right. this is going to be out of stuff that i already read That's fair. but surrender had more to do with giving up control or power over something like you know when i surrender to the you know my addiction when i mm -hmm. surrender to my disease what it means is i 
give up the idea that I have any sort of control over it. You know, mm. like I, I stop trying to fight against it. Right. I feel like I would get to that same place if I was trying to accept what I could see as truths in my life at that point. Right. Like if I could accept, okay, I keep trying to use successfully and it keeps not working. So now I must accept that I don't have any power over the way I use. And so, and, I, and then that goes back to, I'm like, well, that's surrender. Yeah. And so what I <laughs> came surrender is the next step of that. Yeah. And what I came across was that surrendering requires acceptance plus some other mm-hmm. stuff okay. like it's so acceptance is a piece of surrender that you need you need to accept it and then you know then relinquish your control right or relinquish your idea that you have power over it so i came up with i was trying to think of like an analogy for the difference between the two because i do feel like there is a difference but i was struggling with what that difference was can i ask this before you give the analogy sure so is and i'm curious because you might have different takes on this is the take that acceptance is a lower intensity level of surrender and that you must do acceptance in order to do surrender, but not so much the opposite? Or is it that acceptance is one piece of what could be in surrender, but not necessarily encompassing all the same stuff? Yeah, the latter. Okay, so you guys think it's one piece of it, but there's other parts that go into the surrender thing. It's not just like, oh, when I've accepted it at this 20%, I'm accepting, but then when I get to 80%, I'm surrendering. Right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for me, I was thinking back to, so when I was using, I came to a point in my using where I had exposure to 12 steps and rehabs and the disease philosophy for addiction I remember getting high and sitting around talking to the people I was using with about how we were addicts Mm. and how, you know, we have Mm. this disease. So I had acceptance at that point. Is that acceptance or resignation? And this is where another word comes in because I read this one all morning too. Yeah, that's the whole. Yeah, resignation I think is a little, because that's that's giving up hope, hope, hope. right? Right, which is what I feel like y'all were doing. Well, no, I hadn't given up hope yet. I just knew I didn't have the willingness to do anything about the fact that I was an addict. That's resignation, right? Nah, I felt like I would eventually have that willingness. Hmm. Just didn't write that. I wasn't willing to do That's anything about it. I had accepted the fact that I was an addict. I had this disease. Okay. Um, it was a problem mm-hmm. and I, the solution was X. Right. But I didn't have the willingness to do the solution. Um, so for me, the surrender came when I was willing to to enact the solution i i feel like and and i guess this is where like you know there's those differences between each individual like i remember coming to that point sure of resignation of like yeah i'm an addict i don't disagree with it there's just shit i can do about it um this is my life but i did not think of any like future hope of like oh i'll figure it out one day i was like no this is my lot this is what i do okay and that was resignation yeah and see i had this like this like optimist i don't informed by nothing other than like my own sense of like mm-hmm. infallibility probably mm-hmm. that like eventually i'd be able to when i wanted to i'd be able to do something about right, it you right. know like i wasn't ready to stop using at that point hmm. but i always kind of operated under this belief that like eventually i'd be ready 
to stop using and then I'd do these things and I'd get clean and it would be fine. And I was very fortunate that that turned out to be the case. I later learned that for so many that that's not the, it was not nearly as easy as it seemed like it would be in my mind. Hmm. I don't know about the surrender definition I ended up finding because they all were pretty rough and usually <laughs> dealt with war and military. Uh, and this one did too, but cease resistance to an enemy or opponent and submit to their authority. And I, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it at all, but yeah. I do feel like that's kind of what we did to get in recovery. The authority being the 12 step program? Well, it was weird. It's like we had to cease resisting. Uh, you know, at the time, I guess I was calling it the disease or addiction or drugs or whatever, but then also submit to a different authority, which doesn't quite match this definition, right? We didn't submit to the the disease's authority necessarily. Like, I think we were already doing that. Mm. This was like the next surrender of submitting to something else's authority. And I don't know. It just feels weird. Yeah. Well, and for me, I guess that was a part of it was surrendering my will you know, to recovery. I um, think so too. And, I, and I'm sorry, did I cut you? That's all right. No, that was bad. Oh, uh, well, I was just thinking like uh, in reading this definition today, like right now to you guys and thinking about that, I'm like, is that okay? So I had surrendered my my will, so to speak, to the addiction or or whatever was going on, and that was just looked awful because there was terrible outcomes, right? It was running the show and it was bad. And then I I do think, and you know, I think Billy has said this to me a billion times, and I'm like, I'm not so sure. At least the way it worked when I went in and surrendered to this other set of ideals, that shit worked. Really, really well for a time too. To at least this, better, right, 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 right. <laughs> it was definitely a better thing to right. submit to, right? But it does, and I guess in my mind, raise the question: When, if ever, and I think the 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 wisdom I've been given, uh, it doesn't happen this way. But in my mind, I think it does. But when do we get to stop giving our submitting to this authority, or or at least differentiating? Right. And I think that's a piece I might have missed along the way that I didn't do. Like I stopped differentiating between what I was submitting to and started to get kind of frustrated that some of the things I felt like I was submitting to in the practice of the program or or maybe they aren't program practices, but whatever. It didn't feel like it was the answer anymore. And I, I think I missed the switch of, oh, wait, at some point I'm supposed to move this again, right? Like originally I'm submitting to the addiction, then I'm submitting to the program, and at some point I need to move over and submit to my personal form of higher power. And I never did that. I yeah, think I, think I was, I was say, still following the, the program, part, and I'm like, this shit ain't working for me. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, and there are ideals within the program even now that I struggle with that aren't necessarily like as a 12 step member, I, I'm not like I buy in wholeheartedly without questioning any of what we do. Like eh, what we do is a little, you know, I don't know. I mean, just the other night I was at a meeting and somebody said something. I'm like, I think you're completely wrong. Right. <laughs> like, like, right. I don't think that's true at all. And, uh, but I'm okay with that because my will now is more in alignment with what I think my higher powers will is right, and spiritual right. principles and all that stuff. And, you know, if I'm asked, I'm willing to give my opinion or to tell that person that they're wrong. But they had the floor or whatever, and it wasn't my right, place to, right. to judge them. But I don't necessarily go in and just wholeheartedly surrender to be like, well, whatever they say in here <laughs> is the way that it is. Like, man, I think we might have this piece a little bit wrong. <laughs> 
So in your guys' take, was surrender being a, a bigger thing and acceptance being a piece of that, what else all goes into the surrender that's not in the acceptance? Like surrender to me feels more like an action that happens, uh, I don't want to say, kind of like a decision. You know what I mean? Like, a, all right, you know, I'm going to make a decision almost as if it was in battle. Like in battle, you make a decision. Like, all right. We're getting our ass kicked. We can keep fighting to the bitter end, or we can just decide, okay, we're done now. We give up. And that seems a little different than acceptance, where acceptance feels a little more uh, like a, I don't know, peaceful acceptance of ideas. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm beat into submission and have to make a one-time surrender. Hmm. It's like I just accept it, and it it's... It just is the way that it is. I'm not fighting against it anymore. Yeah, it's the mental the mental piece versus the like tangible action piece, I feel like. I love that analogy you just made, Billy, of the war, and you're getting your butt kicked, and the realization that we're losing is the acceptance. Like once you've said, Okay, like we're 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 losing men. This is going down, mm-hmm. we're not gonna win this one. That's the acceptance, and then the surrender is, okay, we're going to stop fighting. You want me to read you something that's really pretty that says that they're different and confuse the shit out of me? Yes, but can I ask this question first? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious, though, like, can you, and I I feel like the answer is going to be yes, but I just can't picture it, I guess. So in that scenario, okay, I come to the acceptance point. We're losing men. Is there the possibility of accepting that and not doing something? Like, I feel like there's only, you're going to do something from there. Once you accept it, you have to do something. That something may be bury your head in the sand and go in denial. But, like, you're basically facing two choices. So maybe the acceptance is I'm owning this and I know, and like maybe the surrender is I'm not going to go into denial about it. I'm going to do something about it instead. I think the surrender requires some level of hope. Because if you don't have hope then you just accept your fate and say this is what it is we're losing we're gonna lose men until we're all dead so acceptance is resignation if it doesn't have hope involved and if it does have hope involved it's surrender surrender still requires the action but you need the hope to take the action or you're not going to take the action okay let's read this this beautiful poem so this is off tiny buddha this gets back to what you were just talking about and it says Surrender equals complete acceptance of what is, plus faith that all is well, even without my input. It is not about inaction. So so maybe acceptance <laughs> is, Billy flicked my ear. But surrender is, Billy flicked my ear, and I'm not sure why, but somehow that is going to work out good for him and I. Like, maybe you flicked my ear and then we have a budgeting relationship because I said, hey, Billy, why'd you flick my ear? That was kind of weird. It didn't feel so good. And then we talk and we're like, oh, my God, we're close to the same age and we got similar lifestyles. And you know what I mean? Like, to me, it felt like when you read that, that surrender had to have a piece of understanding that all is right in the world, just as it is, even when it doesn't feel good for me. Okay. And I'll try to confuse you even more. Go for it. I love it. This is off of a... Not so tiny Buddha. Creative purpose. (laughs) Yeah. Creative purpose uh, had a blog about acceptance and surrender. And it says acceptance is immediate and personal. It is the act of being present with what is happening without attaching our well-being to it. 
Acceptance is akin to acquiescence. It leads to equanimity in any circumstance. So I actually came across that website this morning. I found I that like, one too. I will have to look up these five words before I talk about <laughs> it. I don't know what, what acquiescence. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to skip that website. <laughs> and then surrender is timeless and universal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is the sense that what is happening is part of a process and continuum. To surrender is to go with, not against. Surrender cultivates tranquility and sees our situation in a greater context. So I don't disagree with any of that. I don't know that it's easy to talk about. Right. <laughs> but what that felt right. like was in this moment, as Billy flicks my ear, acceptance would be Billy flicked my ear without any thoughts of whether that was good for me or bad or for me, judgments. good for me or bad right. for Billy. It's just what is. Billy flicked my ear. That's acceptance right here, right now. Mm -hmm. And then surrendered in that sounded more like this grand scheme of life. Like, well, okay, Billy flicked my ear. That must be something I needed and it's going to all work out in the way it's supposed to. Or, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's done right without me telling it it's wrong. Basically. Or it's, <laughs> it's like I'm deciding that it's okay and that it happened without me needing to do something to fix it right. or make it better. It doesn't require right. my input or action to correct a wrong. Yeah, yeah. If I go out here, like my, my little uh, tire inflation thing came on driving here this morning. If I go out here and have a flat tire, it's going to suck, right? I don't <laughs> want to have to change my tire before I go home. But the surrender would be just, okay, I, I, I need to change this tire, and this is okay. Like, this happens to people. Right, without Why is that not the acceptance, though? Because the acceptance is right here in the moment that this is just happening. My tire is flat. And then the surrender pulls in the piece of, I don't think that's wrong. There's nothing wrong with my tire right. being flat. It, it's supposed to be this way. It's not like the anti what life's supposed to be. It's actually part of what life's supposed to be is the surrender, I feel like. That's very different than what we were just saying about surrender requiring action. We've just landed on two very different definition yeah of yeah we have I, I don't know that there is a very <laughs> clear definition i think these are very i mean does that require any uh, the action i guess is bringing in this core belief piece of it, there's nothing wrong with the way the world works When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
Well, I think with your flat tire analogy, like it's only surrender if you're like angry and fighting against it. If you just walk out and look at the tire and go, oh, my tire's flat, I need to change it, then there's no surrender needed in mm. that situation. You don't need to practice surrender there. You've already accepted it. So there isn't a surrender required. I, I a don't surrender disagree with that. would be required if you walked out and went, fuck, my fucking tire's flat, and I don't want to deal with this, and this is bullshit, and I'm not changing this tire, and then surrender would be accepted. I, or, so or, is I mean, surrender required. the process of coming to acceptance then? Well, I think you need acceptance to surrender to something. Like, acceptance needs to be a part of the surrender process. You can accept something without having to surrender to it. But you can't surrender to something without accepting it first. Yeah, but I feel like in the acceptance of the tire, I wasn't putting any value judgments on in order for it to be acceptance. I was just saying the tire's flat. So if I do have anger and shit, then I'm not accepting it either. Correct. That's where this, the surrender would be giving up the anger. Once you've surrendered, then the acceptance can come in and you can do what's... But that feels like the opposite of 10 minutes ago when surrender was just a minor portion of... Or acceptance was a minor portion of surrender because surrender needed something else to be that. But now we have to get well, to surrender a minor portion, but it's a portion, acceptance. yeah. Okay, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused as well. I don't know. So I, I guess the way I think of it is now, because I felt like this cleared me up. So, yeah, I can, if I accept something, then no surrender is required. Like, if, if I walk in and go, oh, Jason, your hat is black. There's nothing that I need to surrender to in that situation. Hmm. Now, if you told me your hat was brown, and I said, no, your fucking hat is black. I'm looking at it, and it's black. The, what was that? The brown and green dress or whatever that shit, and people right. would argue about it. You know, it's like the surrender would be me relinquishing what I believe or giving up some sort of preconceived idea or notion. Acceptance is just, well, I don't, it's whatever color you think it is. I don't really care. Hmm. So I can accept something and not have to surrender to anything. So within that framework, if we come back to the, to the war analogy and losing the war. You can accept that you're losing the war and not surrender and still continue to fight until every single person is dead. Right. And you've lost the war. <laughs> like, but you're saying that you can surrender without. No, I'm saying you can't surrender until you accept the fact that you're losing the war. No, but you're saying if you already have the acceptance, there's no surrender required. So if you already are accepting that you're losing the war, you don't sur you don't need to surrender. Well, now you're taking the a physical action of surrendering and equating that with a principle of surrendering. Those are kind of and two that's where words. it's getting yeah. The words up. are getting okay. parsed there. The act of surrendering in a battle, if we called that giving up in the battle let's call it giving up then you would say you could give up in the battle you know you would need to surrender in order to go give up i don't know using that surrender kind of twisted it up there yeah and, and i had this website you were just reading from um to surrender is to go with not against that feels relevant but i feel like that's acceptance too <laughs> or maybe acceptance is more neutral maybe acceptance is to just say it is and then surrender is to go with it. Somewhere on here, I found I like that. That's very simple. Yeah, it's very that's simple. simple. Okay, so I was I was reading some analogy of like being in a stream, right? And that's kind of how I've always thought of like 
these concepts in general, right? Like I can be the leaf in the stream that's saying I need to go upstream <laughs> the whole time I'm going downstream, or I can be the leaf in the stream going where the stream takes me. Or you could be swimming in the direction of the stream and that's the surrender. Yeah, so that's what I would think. Like if I'm, okay, maybe not a leaf because that's hard to think, right? If I put a, a boat in the water and I'm a canoe, right? I'm paddling along. I can be paddling upstream, which is just like denial and fighting life. I can just be letting it go where it takes me and like banging on rocks and shit like that. That's acceptance. Or I can be trying to like navigate with the water and that would be surrender. Yeah. Is that what we're all thinking? I think cause that's the go with. Yeah. Go with the flow right. of water as opposed to it is. So it's going to carry me along and I'm not going to fight against it, but I'm not going to enable it. Well, and acceptance feels like it's it's very, I don't want to say willy nilly, but it's almost like I'm accepting it, but there's nothing that's happening because of that. You know, not to say that it's a bad practice, but just there, there's no necessary growth from that. It, I could also say I don't give a fuck and that's acceptance. Whereas surrender feels more like I'm actually making a decision to do something with that information. You know? Right, right. Yeah, that gets closer to the way I'm thinking of it, too. It's like, except, okay. I mean, yeah, the surrender, like, yeah, it requires me, like, letting go of control or giving up some idea, preconceived idea or notion or, or something. Hmm. Whereas acceptance is just, it is what it is. How do you feel like these concepts have assisted you in your recovery whether that's early recovery or like is there places you've been where you felt like you struggled with acceptance or surrender but then you know there was some kind of process that went on like when have you noticed these in your recovery time oh i don't know that i've ever like really thought real deeply about parsing the words out well it's just either really so, yeah. or, or together or like, I, I get it. I hadn't defined them before this either, but just thinking about those ideas of either one, right? When we come to terms with like, or maybe when we're struggling to see a thing and just let it be what it is, like, when has that really thrown you off course in your life? I feel like all the time for me. Well, yeah. And I, I'm like, the foundation of what I sort of believe requires an acceptance that I don't always know what's best for me and that I make bad decisions for myself. Right. And that if I'm not real careful, you know, I don't consider other people around me. Mm -hmm. And the fact that that's acceptance now means, like, I don't fight against that. Like, I get into situations and I go, oh, yeah, I got to be careful because my decisions aren't always the best. Mm -hmm. Where there used to be a time where I would be like, I fucking know what's best for me and these people don't know. And maybe mm -hmm. I'll do what they want me to do, but I don't like it, you know. Hmm. And but yeah, constantly, I'm constantly reminding myself I have to accept the idea that, like, I'm not good at making decisions for myself a lot of times, at least not in my own head. The shit I tell myself is suspect. It's <laughs> interesting. I don't. So, like, I guess when I'm thinking, I, I, there is that surrender for sure. I guess the piece I was thinking of where I, where maybe I'm thinking where I don't necessarily do it well is when things happen in life, like life on life's terms, you know, what we hear all the time. And like, I struggle to accept that that's what's supposed to be happening. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you weren't supposed to cut me off in traffic, you asshole, or, or you're not supposed to be riding up my ass. And so it's hard for me in that moment when I'm feeling physically attacked in a way, like when people drive up my ass, it impacts me. Like it gives yeah. me a lot of anxiety, right? 
And so it gets hard for me to accept that that's what's supposed to be happening to me. And I'm like, in that moment, that's where I feel like I struggle the most with not having acceptance and surrender. And that's yeah. where I'm And see, a surrender is needed to bring you to the point of acceptance. Right, right. Because yeah. I accepted they're up my ass. but it, it, Right. No, see, I feel like I do it backwards, though. Because I feel like I accept that they're there, but it doesn't change anything. Right. <laughs> I'm like... Well, see, and the, sur- Whoa. the surrender would be the act of letting go of whatever it is you think they shouldn't be on your ass or it's disrespectful right. or whatever else. The surrender would be saying... Hey, guess what? If they want to ride on my ass, I don't care. And that's that's where I'm working towards. Like now the process is, okay, I know this causes me anxiety. So I'm going to like, I actually frequently move my rear view mirror mm-hmm. so I can't see them. And I breathe and I look at the horizon in front of me. And I'm like, if they want to be mad, they can be, but I'm not taking it on. Mm-hmm. And that's like where I'm at with it. But yeah, I feel like that's been one of my main struggles in my recovery is just kind of letting things be what they are and thinking that's okay like i have a hard time thinking that's okay i'm like no it's wrong somebody's got to fix it Mm, (laughs) who's the where's the judge at we gotta get somebody in here to like advocate for me or something i don't know yeah it's interesting because as soon as you went to supposed to my initial thought is there is no supposed to Mm. then why do we all get mad when shit happens i think it's different for different reasons but we all you have think? a well there's a un unwritten societal norms mm-hmm. that we all sort of subscribe to but they vary slightly you yeah. know <laughs> like they're not exactly the same but in general most of them are close you know what i mean like most people feel like tailgating is sort of rude and disrespectful and don't appreciate it doesn't it. seem like a driving around it doesn't it feel like doesn't. most people right. <laughs> agree to that I don't and know. well and there was a time where I did that a lot because I felt like I could push people up the road. Like yeah. I'm gonna, I need yeah, to go same. faster. You need to go it faster because I need to go faster. <laughs> oh, I go slower. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't with, work. It works with some people. Now <laughs> I don't tailgate at all, but that's been a, just a personal growth thing of mm. like, oh, I am gonna get there when I get there. <laughs> like, so tailgating has always gotten me three things: either people do speed up, which I see frequently because their anxiety gets to them. Or there's the people who are more stubborn and they're like, fuck that. I'm going to slow down. And I'm like, cool. You're going slow enough to go around now. That's great, too. And then there's the times when I can't get around and I'm just pissed for however long it is. (laughs) Right. That's not a good one at all. Well, I think sometimes the tailgating when they speed up, it's because they didn't realize they're like sometimes that happens to me where I like I don't even realize that I'm getting maybe a little under the speed limit. And then I see someone on my butt and I'm like. Yeah, right. Speed limit's 50 and I'm going 45. Um, So if it's just an acceptance thing, they didn't even, or awareness rather than acceptance, I think. But I think from going back to that supposed to thing, for whatever reason, when you said that, it triggered in me this like preordained God's plan supposed Mm. to type thing. And I don't know why that's where my head went. But like when you're like, this is not supposed to be happening i tend to think that's what all anger is is the statement that wasn't supposed to happen i think it's all like we wouldn't be angry if it was supposed to be right we would just accept it i kind of think every anger is this isn't supposed to be happening it's a pushback against it and i I don't know it's interesting yeah never thought much about that it sounds right at the moment yeah (laughs) I feel like that's definitely where all my anger comes from is how could this be? 
Yeah. <laughs> How could we were this at be a point existing? of surrender and acceptance, we would never be angry. <laughs> right. <laughs> we would right. just be like, oh, this is what it is. I don't need to, you know, place my judgments and values on it. So I can't I came across this article and it talks about <clears throat> acceptance and surrender. Um you know, many spiritual teachings talk about the idea of dropping into the flow of the moment, the ability to meet life just as it is, and therefore come into an acceptance of what the present moment brings you. So what about surrendering to life and to our experiences? Is this the same as acceptance? Somewhat, yes. But for me, the writer of this, surrendering to life and experiences brings with it the deeper aspects of your innermost knowing true faith and complete trust that you are truly part of source energy. This is getting real good for you guys. Um, It's like a whole body being experience from love, acceptance, trust, faith, and belief in knowing who you are and that you are safe, taken care of, and all is well. It's living from the quality, quotes, of acceptance with non-judgment and an open heart and mind but also a true openness to allowing that source, light, love, and energy to flow through you. There you go. That's if you think of your higher power as source energy. Um, Surrender, therefore, to this writer is deeper than acceptance and yet encompasses acceptance. With acceptance, you meet and connect with the reality of this moment. With surrender, you transcend the ego and connect with something bigger. You experience the oneness and therefore feel the encompassing acceptance of all on many levels. We found that one too. Yeah. We had the same. Yeah. Well, it was Google only like results. three or four <laughs> good ones here. Um, I don't know. What do you make of that? Like this idea that this is kind of saying that acceptance is a moment to moment thing, whereas surrender is more of like a way of life or belief in the world, I feel like is what it's trying to say. I I really liked the acceptance is what is and surrender is going with it as a very simplistic and easy to understand definition. And I no longer wish to explore any other definitions. (laughs) (laughs) It gets, I mean, the nuances of some of these words get pretty difficult, you know, like, and I believe that's a part of why we have a problem communicating sometimes about these principles because they are so intertwined and like nuanced to, to the situations. Um, I, like say I never even really thought I'm like I don't know they're like the same thing really like that's what I always thought like they're just the same thing and they're really? almost like coming into this you 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 thought they was, that was I mean your I, instinct. yeah I, my I, instinct I was really... they feel similar but they are different although I was having a really hard time verbalizing how they were different right and that's what i was trying to look through the basic text to see what it says you know the narcotics anonymous basic text do they use them interchangeably i bet they do um they don't i mean it's like acceptance is the key to freedom and shit like that like there's not a good explanation like i'm not finding a good explanation of what it what they mean actually it's Mm. like you just need to do them Hmm. Yeah, I'd say that's fair for uh, uh, most of these spiritual principles. We use them as if we already know what they are rather than actually speaking about what they are within um, our text. And maybe um, World Service, that's a a shout out or a a hint that we need another piece of literature that defines all of our spiritual principles. They have one called the Spiritual Principle a Day book. A new one that's out. Okay. They made so. that in response to this podcast. Yes. They thought we were going to pilfer all their right. 
<laughs> their members and get their dollars <laughs> in the basket instead. Um, I just asked Chat GPT uh, if you've never heard of that. It's the AI thing that everybody's going crazy about right now. What the difference was, and this is what I got. Uh, so, acceptance refers to acknowledging and embracing a situation or circumstances as it is without resistance or judgment. We kind of already heard that. It involves recognizing and coming to terms with the reality of a situation, whether it is favorable or unfavorable. Acceptance does not necessarily imply liking or approving of the situation, but rather finding more inner peace and willingness to move forward despite the challenges. Surrender, on the other hand, goes beyond acceptance. It involves relinquishing control and resistance, allowing oneself to fully let go and trust in a higher power or a greater wisdom. Surrender often entails a sense of surrendering personal will and ego, and it can be seen as a form of submission or yielding to a force larger than oneself. It is about releasing attachment to outcomes and surrendering to the flow of life. That's, That's kind of what we're saying. Right? It almost feels like so surrender has a spiritual component that maybe isn't there with acceptance. Well, and then it, it has a summary paragraph, which I wasn't going to read, but the last sentence is acceptance is more focused on internal acceptance while surrender emphasizes the external aspect of releasing control, which is interesting because that's, I don't, I don't know. That feels internal too, to release control. <laughs> I don't know. Very fascinating. I guess that there's not much difference and maybe that's what the problem is that, that, I think over the years and years and years, we've started to use a lot of these words that are similar, very interchangeably in our dialogues, like people like me who, you know, my father told me, listen, if you read a lot, you will increase your vocabulary. And what you do is every time you come across a word you don't know, you look it up in a dictionary. Great idea. I followed half of it. <laughs> I read a lot and I learned words and I said, I know what these mean from context clues. So I never looked them up. So like, I am that guy that has been using words interchangeably just based on something close. Mm -hmm. And over the years and years, at some point, it's like, do we really even know that we're talking about different concepts anymore? And does it matter? And do we need to figure out how to do that? Because, yeah, we are kind of like all stuck on oh, these words just kind of mean that thing over there in that group. And there's no nuance to trying to say what we're really trying to say anymore, I guess. Yeah, it's interesting. I find uh, I, I have a rather broad vocabulary and I find that I'll be in situations where I'll use a word and whomever I'm speaking with doesn't know the word mm -hmm. and they'll say what does that word mean and you know I'll kind of try to define it but a lot of times I'm like let's look it up because like I know how right. I want to I know how I'm using it but like I even even in knowing the correct way to use a word I can't always actually define the word and I would say like 80% of the time, I'm like, yep, that's exactly what I was going for. But not always. I mean, there is that like 20% of the time where it's like, oh, that's actually a little bit different than how I was using it. So it's, it's again, it's probably that learning from my environment rather than learning from the book. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I can tell you where I did this yesterday. I know you're going ready to talk. But I, I was talking about hearing somebody above the din. Some word I heard read in 1950s books, right? <laughs> and like, I was trying to, I was talking to my wife and we were talking, I was like, what does din even mean? Like, it just doesn't even sound like a word now that I said <laughs> it out loud, right? And so in my mind, it was like the background noise, mm -hmm. right? It was like, if you were sitting in a coffee shop, it was the noise of the machines making coffee, the people talking, this, that, and the other. That's what I've always thought it was. But I, I literally just looked it up because I was curious and I didn't yesterday. And it says it's a loud, unpleasant, and prolonged noise. Oh. Which isn't really like background noise. No. And right. it talks about repetition in every version of the definition. So I have had this one wrong for many, many years. And, and I, yeah, I mean, that's the, the colloquial definition is what exactly. I, exactly what you define. Exactly. So that makes it a struggle not only to talk about these concepts, but to really find them in our life and to, to point to them and to say, this is where I'm at and what I'm doing when we're kind of confused across the board. Like, am I resigned? resigned to this am i surrendering am i accepting i i don't even know which stage i'm in because we just kind of throw these words out there and call it a day and i think that's kind of we we talked a little bit about the atlas of the heart book by Brene brown mm -hmm. earlier i think that's a little bit of the logic behind why she wrote that book is just to get everybody kind of on the same page talking about the same thing i think in the foreword of the book and billy you can correct me if you've listened to this more recently than I've read it, it it's kind of that like you can't if you can't identify these mm -hmm. things you can't you can't use them as an asset yeah that's I mean that's it Jason and I actually were just talking about this yesterday and I was telling him that's what mm -hmm. the book was about it was like she's trying to get us to think a little more deeply about our feelings and to get to dig into that nuance mm -hmm. because that nuance matters you know and which principles we need to apply in different situations you know like that matters do i need to practice acceptance here or do i need to surrender here and what's the difference and does you know what do these words even fucking mean like right. what, what action is required on my part to grow and change and be better in this situation and and i think we're coming to a lot i'm sorry were you done yeah okay uh we're coming to a lot more of that in the therapy world right and I, and and a bringing some of these ideas into this show at times like we use these words like clean and and you know this that and the other and addiction and what meaning do they have as a society to us now and what damage are they doing in the way we use them and and we're starting to notice that there is a lot of nuance in these words and and i can share from my personal experience which this isn't like researched or anything but when i'm talking to people and i introduce them to an idea something that seems like everybody already knows it like if this person does this to you that's not nice and then you're gonna hurt right like and they seem shocked by it and you can see almost where they were no my childhood was perfect and then you point out this thing and say well imagine if you did that to this person wouldn't that be really painful and then like it just hits them and it's almost like they didn't know it hurt them because they weren't aware that it was it could you know what I mean? So it's almost like giving people the language gives them the ability to feel the feeling at times, which is really fucking eerie. But I, I think it does speak to this thing of like it is kind of important that we use the right words and that we have nuance in our language. And, you know, 
how is that limiting our ability to grow and move forward like this book is talking about, but also where are we still using that language and it's causing damage and we're kind of like not looking at it because we've just done it that way for a long time, you know? Yeah, and I don't know why you're talking about this. It just, I don't know if this would fit into Mm -hmm. a thing, but I'm like, for acceptance and surrender, you know, I'm thinking, all right, so I look at my childhood and I say, yeah, I can accept the fact that my childhood wasn't great and there were some bad things that happened. And then the surrender piece is like, no, you were abused as a child. Mm -hmm. Like that's a much deeper, Mm -hmm. you know, like that requires me to let go of some preconceived ideas or to, to turn over something, you know, that's a little. Yeah. So like in that, it's almost like acceptance is, Hey, yeah, this happened and it wasn't cool, but you know, eh, life, that's how it is. And whereas the surrender in that, or at least what we're calling the surrender in that would look more like, damn, I, I was really fucked up and I might actually have to look into like talking to people about that and maybe healing from it. Like there might be more to right, do about that except just saying, here than- <laughs> oh, fuck it, that's part of life. I guess my kids will deal with theirs too, you know? Right. What I can say, you know, these terms being different or whether we have them correctly or incorrectly defined here or sorted out in the the few different ways we tried to do that. um, I do think both of these concepts, whether I can tell you exactly what they are, are hugely important to my life at this point. You know, I I think there have been things I've been trying to work towards and maybe have had different levels of along the way that have assisted me in my recovery. Um, but I think they are they are huge pieces of my recovery today. Like it is really a lot for me. Can I accept this thing that's happening to me? Like I, I actually think this is the challenge I have on my day-to-day basis. It's this. It's can I be okay that life is the way it is? And can I have that life be the way it is and find a way to get through it without being miserable about it being the way it is. Like, this is what I fucking wake up every morning thinking, God, I gotta, I gotta do that some more today because it feels good when I can, you know? And I don't mean this to sound sexist, so correct me if I'm wrong, but that I think is a male concept of like, I need to fight against what is wrong and stand up for, you know, injustice. And if somebody's treating me bad, like I need to fucking let them know like that male part of you. Right. And, that feels like what you're supposed to do, but what I've found is through surrender and acceptance, like it leads me more to peace and more to harmony in my life and to less conflict and confrontation. And ultimately, that's what I want out of my life is less conflict, more peace, <laughs> more tranquility, more freedom, mm-hmm. you know, and these concepts of surrender and acceptance lead more to those things. I feel like what it does for me, especially in the beginning of just trying to remember to do it, is it separates me. It separates me out of what's going on enough to be able to say, okay, my goal is to accept and surrender to what this thing happening around me is. And then lets me know that as the separate piece that is experiencing a lot of discomfort around that thing that's happening, that that's the thing I need to work on. Right. It's not the stuff out here that's creating the discomfort. The discomfort is actually the goal of where I need to go. Right. So for me, just the act of like accepting and surrendering reminds me, oh, wait, the discomfort's in me. That's where I got to look and tend to not all the shit out here that I want to be different so that it'll feel different for me. And now we're looping in powerlessness. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Resignation, powerlessness, (laughs) surrender, acceptance. Same shit.
Uh, just some some tips um, that I came across. It says every morning you can set an intention intention to allow acceptance and surrender to life. Um, you know, when you meet a situation, you can turn to your body and see what's going on inside of it out of curiosity instead of just, you know, going with whatever that thing is coming up. Um, can spend five to ten minutes each day in a relaxed meditative space. Imagine that. Med- Meditation is good for this. Go outside in nature more. Um, tap into silence. That's all meditative stuff. Breathe into the center of your chest. Sounds like pretty standard tips for how to mess with a dysregulated nervous system, which makes sense to me. Anybody got any other thoughts about how to cultivate acceptance and surrender? Gosh. No. I mean, I had to get into step work to even learn what those words mean. <sighs> yeah. And how do you practice yeah. being okay with shit that you're not okay with? That's the right. whole point. <laughs> right. You know? I'm just going to sit here and be okay with it. Like, I don't know if that's it. Talk about yeah. it, baby. Call that buddy that, that can hear you. Well, I think for me, it's like, the reverse happened. Like I learned what these words were, learned that there were benefits to practicing them in my life. And then slowly was like, all right, well, let's try to like accept this situation and just see what the fuck happens because I'm pretty angry and I want to let somebody know about that's funny. Yeah. I think acceptance at this point for me anyway, intuitively feels better. And I don't know about the surrender piece. Like it's funny. Cause I, when we, when you brought this up, Jason, I intuitively, I was like, Oh, they're different. But then there's a lot of times I can look back over my life and say, you know, these things have happened that I've had to come to a place of acceptance with. But I, I wouldn't say that about surrender. Um, I That's not something I actively uh, consciously attempt to achieve, whereas I do very actively consciously attempt to achieve um, acceptance. And I don't know why one but not the other and that I don't want to go down that road necessarily but just thinking about the job loss it's like i had to come to a place of acceptance with that Mm. and um i knew you know within probably a day or two of of finding out about it that that was going to be the key to like feeling better was getting to a place of acceptance um but the surrender piece is like i didn't that didn't really even cross my mind as as a next step necessarily and maybe it was and i didn't like i just didn't call it out <laughs> well no now like now i want to overly simplify it it's like is surrender the process of going from not acceptance to acceptance <laughs> like that process is called surrender like maybe when i don't accept something and then i get to the point of accepting something that's surrender i think that's what i was saying earlier but then you were like well you have to have acceptance to do the surrender so but I th- there was something you hmm. said earlier that made me think that maybe that was the process. So anyway, I don't want to rehash everything <laughs> yeah. we've all said. If we've confused the shit out of you guys now, go back and start over at minute two and listen too. again. Sorry. So <laughs> maybe we'll all listen again and get clear on this. I just feel like y'all gave me another thought too. I'm just going like, back to there the same word. <laughs> <laughs> my, my boss would love this, but like. It's almost like a grief response, it feels like, right? We have to go through the stages of grief to get to the acceptance at the end, right? The denial, the anger, the bargaining, uh, the depression, and then the acceptance comes. So I wonder if surrender is that process of dealing with grief Hmm. and coming to the acceptance. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So 
Good luck with that. Uh, have fun. <laughs> we don't claim to be the authorities. We haven't figured it out. Tell us, you know, write in. Tell us how we got it all wrong and flubbed it up and what your take on it is. Um, we do want to do some recap, though, before we leave here. We got a comment on our Trank Dope episode from SB Dreaming that just said thank you for this information. So that must have been very helpful. Um, we got a comment on our Coda episode from Kate said love this episode working the coda steps now i related to the speaker find myself looking for the quotes right program and i'm in between coda and alanon maybe it's okay to be in both thank you heart so that's cool we're telling people they don't have to be in one program we're getting that information out there we got a comment about our oa episode uh, from kim it says a couple weeks ago in late april i decided i needed to explore oa this podcast popped up in one and a half weeks, I have listened to it five times. I can totally relate to Grace. Thank you. So, thank you, Grace. Another one on our Coda episode said it was an interesting listen, um, which I, I tried to find out some more about, but didn't find a ton about. But interesting to me, at least the way I use it, is always a, a negative. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Because <laughs> I disagree and you're wrong. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe he was using it from a better place. Got a comment back on our, our clarifying the clarity statement. Billy, are you an addict and alcoholic? Back episode 27, man. Wow. I know. And it just says great discussion. Still hate it. <laughs> <laughs> clarity statement sucks. Um, so unimportant. Right. Those people have a lack of acceptance. <laughs> Okay, so uh, another piece of feedback we got. Of course, you guys send in your donations. Thank you for everybody who does that. Uh, of course, you can set up a one-time donation through our website, through PayPal. You can do it a recurring donation. You know, all our supporters, we appreciate that. We get to then pass that money on after it pays for the expenses of putting on a podcast. And it goes to the Recovery Sort of Fund, right, that works in our local community. Um, so we got to participate in helping an individual who got to take driver's education classes. Uh, they ran into this person while they were doing outreach in the community. They were living in the woods. Um, they had a few engagements with them. That individual decided they wanted to change their life. After they went to treatment, they came out and got into a recovery house, still involved with Voices of Hope, still, you know, trying to do this process. Um, you know, they got involved and active in their recovery, and they got a job at a warehouse and had visitation with their son, but they didn't have any way to get their license back or anything or the money needed to go through the classes. And so our fund stepped up and did that. And that's fucking amazing awesome. in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and there is a second one. So this is the, the note from the recovery house peer that was asking for the assistance. So they requested funding for somebody who was a resident there. Um, Apparently, they said they have been doing, you know, all the required meetings a week and doing everything they need to do. And then they needed some some clothing in order for them to get back into the workforce and feel better about themselves going to meetings. So we were able to also use that funding to do that. So thank you, everybody, again, for your your donations. Again, recovery sort of dot com. There's a thing on there that says donate somewhere. And <laughs> PayPal. Click it. Usually works. If it doesn't work, email me and I'll fix it like I do. Um, also, we just reached 70,000 total listens. 
Wow. Carl Star Podcast. 70,163 as of right this moment. So mm. that is a shit ton of people hearing us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, you know, one person really, really obsessed. I don't know. <laughs> um, but thank you. Either way. So, and, and one final thing. So, you know, in terms of contributing to this podcast, wanted to throw out there again that we are uh, an Audible affiliate. So within the show notes of this episode, we will be linking to the Audible version of uh, the book that we referenced, the um, Atlas of the Heart. Uh, you can click on that link and you can sign up for a totally free, no commitment necessary trial of Audible. Um, you can take a listen to Brene Brown's book or any other book that you might find interesting. Um, and when you do that, we do uh, receive uh, a monetary payout um, with with no obligation to you guys. So Yeah, and one thing in that book that was interesting is she actually adds some things in for Audible listeners or audio listeners. She mentions in the book, she's like, hey, I know not everybody has the book in front of you. So she adds and mentions things in a slightly different way, so, mm. which is very helpful when you're listening to an audio book because sometimes you miss references or right. nuances and things. And she's recognizes that in her read and she's the one that reads it she recognizes that in her reading of the book and notates some ways to make that experience better that's nice that's nice yeah, that she reads it too because yeah. i was i was just listening to another one of her books um an Which one? audio copy daring greatly i think uh, and she is not the narrator and i was a little bummed because yeah. i just love hearing her that's, so that's funny because i listened to a different book of hers and like billy said it's got she tells you in the audio version that there's like links to the stuff you would be able to get with the book, right? Like there's a quiz that goes with it and everything, which is awesome. And it's really good information. So that's cool that you still have access to it. And like she tells you to get it. But I actually don't like her voice or the way she tells stories <laughs> and she does read it. And I'm like, oh, couldn't they have just got somebody else? Well, Daring uh, Greatly is not her. So if you want to listen to that okay. one. But. Yeah, I, I have not read Atlas of the Heart yet, but I have read two different books by Brene Brown. And she has a she's a researcher. She's, you know, got a ton of information and research to back up what she's talking about. And, and usually some really, really interesting and good concepts that are new ways to think about things and, and getting, you know, healing, growing. Uh, less shame, like really, really positive stuff. So always support Brene Brown books. Yeah. So we'll link to a few of them now because we've we've thrown a few names out there. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you guys can think of? Uh, so go out there, accept and surrender that you love us. Send us your money mm -hmm. to help people in the <laughs> in the community. <laughs> surrender your dollars. Right. Surrender <laughs> your dollars. Accept it. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know. Go out there, try to accept, try to surrender, try to see how those qualities can benefit you in your day to day. Like even if you just go out there and say, OK, one day I'm going to practice not surrendering and not accepting anything. And then the next day I'll see if I can practice accepting and surrendering to everything. And then, you know, which one do you feel better at the end of the day trying to do? Um, so do that. Keep that stuff up. Be kind to everybody. See you next week. Did you like this episode? Share it with people you think might get something out of it. Check out the rest of our episodes at recoverysortof.com. Also, while you're there, you can find ways to link up with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, anything. We're always looking for new ideas. Got an idea you want us to look into? Reach out to us. <laughs>